Hi, this is Norm Augustinus. I'm sorry I missed your call. After tone, leave your name and number. I'll get back to you. Hi, Norm. I work at the Winston House in Pennsylvania. The Winston House is a home for unwanted abandoned retards. I'm with a retarded man right now. Hello. He fell down an escalator at a shopping mall while he was shopping for Christmas presents 10 years ago, and he became a retard. His name is Robert, and he is sitting in a wheelchair. To show you how much I love your show, I am going to blow his huge dick. I wish it was your dick. When Robert blows his load, I am going to swing an antique iron frying pan into his enormous bald head, and then I am going to give him a swirly. I love you, Norman, and so does my twin sister. Keep up the good work. What are you doing? I'm going to give you head. My pee-pee feels funny. And now I'll swing the frying pan across Robert's head. A nice swirly should revive you. Pardon me. Please understand a couple of things before I begin. Before I do whatever it is I do, please understand a couple of things. By the way, this is your correspondent, Norm Augustinus. Tall, thin, handsome. Really? The recipe of what people want to be in America. Uh-huh. You see, chicks want to blow me. They want to hump me. They think I'm sexy. They don't think any of those things with you, so forget it. They think all of those things with me. They want to blow me. They want to hump me. They think I'm sexy. They don't think you're anything. You got a new set of tools. You ordered something from fucking Amazon. They don't care about shit like that. Your fucking doghouse, your tools, your new snowblower. They don't care about that shit. Your heated floor in the basement. Got a new sub pump. All they care about is dick. And you know that to be true. They care about dick. This is what drives them. A dick in their cunt is like a day of sunshine. A dick not near cunt is like an overcast day. They don't want to be overcast and feeling rainy like subtext in some kind of Hemingway novel. They don't want that. They want a dick in their cunt. They want a sunny day. And you're ugly. They'll settle for you when they need housing. They'll settle for you when they need a bedroom. They'll settle for you especially if you're sick or got diabetes and you're close to fucking retirement or you've got a good goddamn social security and IRA and other shit. Now they think you're attractive. They think this. 
I don't need to fuck all the time. I got a rubber dildo. I can fuck it. It's the same thing. The best part of a man, they chopped his dick off and immortalized it as a rubber dildo. The chinks did this. Chinks have our number. They think you're ugly. Horseshoe baldness, big belly, your F-250, your F-150, whatever it is. They don't care about that shit. Unless you're going to drive that F-150 or 250 into the woods and bang them out in the back seat of your F-250. Some wooded area. They like that shit. I know. Remember that. Chicks are coming every 15 minutes. My friend Rapalange, who works at the fucking Detroit Health Department, told me this, gave me all kinds of fucking facts. You just can't believe it. They're coming nonstop, and when they come, it goes into their panties, which are specially treated with a chemical the government doesn't even tell them. The manufacturers don't even tell bitches. You couldn't be in the same room with them if you knew how wet their panties were. This special absorbent material, this chemical coating, neutralizes the stink of their fuckhole. The drippings, the liquid, the vaginal fluids dripping out because they're so fucking hungry for dick, it's just crying tears of fucking wanton joy, hoping to find dick. The bottom hole's just like the top hole. Except you ain't got to constantly give it a varied kind of diet. The only diet the bottom hole wants, the fucking... Southern hole, it just wants beef. It ain't a vegetarian fuckstick. It wants beef. It wants dick night and day. It wants to have a sunny fucking day. It's that simple. Not that fucking complex at the same time. Understand they're coming all the time. And those panties that are soaking wet where the cum went into as they're turned on at work, you're sitting next to them. Hey, how you doing, Marianne? Great, great. She just came fucking nonstop. In the last hour and a half, she came three fucking times. They come every 15 minutes. In one hour, Marianne has come four times as she's sitting next to you in a cubicle, and there you are with a splitting fucking headache. You don't know why. Man, my head hurts. Feels like fucking somebody hit me in the head with a chunk of steel. It hurts that bad. It hurts that bad because you're inhaling all the stench out of that cunt. That cunt is millions of years old from day one. It's a perfect fucking machine. It doesn't care if you can smell it. It doesn't care how bad it smells. It just fucking swims and hunts and swims and hunts night and day looking for fucking dick. Doesn't care. 45 million pairs of panties end up in a landfill every year. Did you know that? Over 20 million tons of tampons end up in a landfill every year. Do you know anything like that? They don't say shit like that. You can't say stuff like that because women are the consumers of this planet. They're not going to let you fucking say shit like that. They'll stop buying stuff. There she is sitting next to you. Hey, how you doing, Marianne? You went to some restaurant on Main Street. You're meeting her there. Every chick in a restaurant just fucking came. It's obscene. How you doing today? Oh, we got a new ERP system. We're doing our billing, our accounts payable, our accounts receivable. Fuck that. All she wants is dick. If you understand that, you'll be on the team that I'm on, Team Norm Augustinus. All she wants is dick night and day. The cunt is constantly hunting for dick. Her legs are receiving units. They're like antennas. Wherever she stands, she can feel if there's any goddamn meat nearby. She can feel it. When a man walks, his meat dangles around. Okay, a dangling dong. And she can pick this up. This dangling dong vibration. 
through her legs. It's picking up the dangling dong. It starts dripping tears of fucking wanton joy. Those are the drops of liquid lubricant dripping out of her cunt. It starts dripping and it drips more the closer she gets near you. All she's got to do is turn her body to the direction of you. The dripping will increase. The throbbing will increase. Her heartbeat will increase and she'll walk right towards you. It's not an accident she bumped into you. She detected your dick 60 minutes ago. She detected it, and she followed the dick vibrations with her her receiving units, her legs. And she found the dick. That's all I want is dick. When they made the Concorde, this fucking plane went the speed of fucking sound. That's how fast this plane was. The Concorde doesn't fly anymore crashed and shit and nobody liked it and it came seemed like it was unsafe the concord airplane luxury plane traveled at the speed of sound and it was created for a woman to get her to dick instantly fucking trip to new york city to california was 15 minutes she didn't have time to finish fingering fingering herself while she was in a fucking fuselage she was there before she could come Now she can get to the real dick, which is why she's there. I hope, I want, I dream, I desire. Is it possible? You know my fucking theory, my system, my, I figured this math proof out. It's really math. Letters are just different forms of math. Hope plus doubt equals desire. That's how you get dick. That's how you get pussy. Here's how it works. I hope I can get that chick's cunt. I want to have something deep in it. I want something wide and deep in her cunt. I want her to say things to me. I hope it. But then you have doubt. But I doubt that's going to happen. I'm going to be beating my meat somewhere like I always am. Hope plus doubt. If you can create hope plus doubt in the same thing with regards to a woman or man, it creates desire. And then you got them. Mmm. 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 Fuck me. Mmm. Mm, fuck me, motherfucker. Mm, fuck me, fuck stick. Mm, and this pussy so tasty. This, I love that pussy. Mm, mm, oh. Hope plus doubt equals desire. I invented that fucking phrase. I invented that mathematical formula years ago, and it's never failed me. If you don't have hope, you can't have doubt. Because you don't hope to fuck it. So there is no doubt. And there's Then there's no desire. But if you see that bitch and you say, I'm going to pass her again, you check up on the third floor, the fifth floor, the seventh floor, you think, I hope it. I hope I'm going to be fucking eating it to Y soon. I hope I'm going to be banging her from the rear, banging her out her asshole, her stink star, her brown eye. I hope I'm going to have be pumping her from the front. She's going to be in a missionary position. Her fucking knees are going to be hitting her ears. I hope and I'm going to be banging her out that way. The hope, the doubt, and that's where the desire comes from. And then it's all fucking over. And that equals some stupid thing like marriage. And now you got her $50,000 in debt. That's what her bill is when she married you. That's what she owes. 25 restraining orders, fucking personal protection orders, all kinds of bankruptcies, all kinds of legal shit. Now you're with her because hope plus doubt equals desire. And you didn't know when to interrupt that fucking, that path, that formula. How to stop it. Complete it. Cut it off. Understand that. Please understand it. Please. Every 15 minutes a check is coming. Isn't that sick? When I fucking was a young kid and I saw my neighbor lady, she's spraying raid on the windows to kill bugs. It's Christmas time. I thought, what a lovely woman. She's got raid. She's spraying it on the fucking windows and shit. Family's coming over. Friends are coming over. It's the holidays. No, she wasn't. She wasn't that person at all. 
Today I realize a can of raid is used to kill shit on a woman's fucking cunt. That's bug killer. She wasn't doing that. Saw her coming back from the store getting something. I thought she must be surely buying eggs and fucking pancake batter and things like that. And she's, their family's all out. The kids are at school. She wasn't buying eggs and pancake batter and fucking butter and syrup, maple syrup. It's only the best for her kids and her husband. She went on to buy fucking personal lubricant water-based so she could whack off. She's got 10, 11 dildos under her bed. 10, 11 dildos. I don't know if I ever told you this, but at one time, I was in a woman's house, and I stumbled into the woman's bedroom. I kind of liked her. She was an older woman, and I was there for another reason. And I remember finding acacia dildos. Two were in her closet, and they were stuffed in her shoes. Two others were in a little box. It was just acacia dildos. And I kid you not, the dildos were covered with fucking ants. You ever hear ants on a log? I think they call that, was it corn, ants on a log, something like that. These were fucking ants on a dildo, which were really like logs. Ants on a dildo. They were covered in ants. And I realized that ants found whatever juices come out of a woman's pussy tasty. They liked it. And I thought, I'm on the same plane as a fucking ant. An ant likes pussy, and I like pussy? I got the same thing in common with a fucking ant. And you should think that too. And I'm talking a little tiny insect, an ant, imbecile. I'm on the same level as a fucking ant. It likes pussy. And I want to eat pussy. There's the ant. He's down there. He's eating. They were covered all over the dildos, and I never let that go. It was really fucking traumatic to me. I thought always, I didn't have the ability to process this shit. I thought, did the ants come out of her cunt when she extracted the dildo? I recognized it to be a dick, a monstrous dick. Dick idols, dick fucking these things they make in chink factories. I recognized that. And I thought, were the ants inside her cunt? Are there ants in a fucking cunt, man? It's creepy. It's kind of scared me a little bit. Understand, man, that you could be in danger. That your desires, your id, could drive you into financial fucking ruin. You could lose everything. Because a whole plus down equals desire. The chick just sucked your cock off. Ask yourself this when you're with a woman. How come she's single? She's had other dates. She's 26, 27 fucking years old. Where'll all the guys go behind her? I'm not the first. I'm this fucking next guy in line. I'm the guy she wants to have a fucking fling with at Christmas time because she wants a present. I'm the guy that she wants to have her fucking spring fling with because she wants to go swimming and shit. Her summer fling and travel around the world with you at your expense. That's what bitches do. Now be careful with that. As we're coming into the holiday season, you're going to suddenly find bitches around you if you're single who want you. At least they appear that way. She doesn't want you. She wants you to spend shit on her. It's the holidays. She wants to go to your house for Thanksgiving, New Year's, Christmas, fucking. She wants that and you to pay for it all. And then you're dumped. You're dumped like that fucking dildo with the ants on it. And I swear to God, when I picked it up, I moved some of the ants off it. They were literally eating the pussy. Ants are addicted to pussy. They were eating the rubber. They put up with eating the rubber, the chink rubber. But they really wanted the pussy on the fu- these ants eating his fucking dildos, eating its sauce on it. It's dildo sauce is like something left in the closet, and they're all over it. Like if I left a hot dog in the closet, it probably would be covered in insects eating it. What kind of thing is a pussy? I mean, what is this fucking thing? How much danger are we really in? How bad and under, how much do we underestimate what it is capabilities are? 
I always say that to myself when I meet a bitch. I say, wow, what a great-looking woman. She seems fantastic. Where's every fucking dude behind her before me? Restraining orders, court actions. He got the fuck out of there when he lost ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000. And that's what's going to happen to you. I don't hate women. Never think that about me. I don't hate them. I had three sisters. They're all thankfully dead. All horrible, tragic deaths. I'm glad they're gone. Pounding away at their pussy, coming all the time, pretending to me to be a second sister to a brother. I mean, why don't they make fucking tires out of fucking pussies? You ever see a pussy doesn't wear out? If a pussy don't wear out, why don't they find out what the fucking chemical thing is, the makeup of a fucking pussy? Why can't they take that whole thing, the cold scientific, the chemical makeup of a fucking pussy, and turn it into a tire? Make tires out of the same fucking formula that is the pussy. Pussies never wear out. Lady can take a dick till she's 80, 90 years old. Isn't that disgusting? It just doesn't wear out. And when you can't get the dick up anymore, they want to shove you with a bunch of pills down your throat to get your dick up. I don't have to take pills for the bitches I meet. If I can't get turned on to this bitch, she's gone. That means I don't like her. That means she's too fucking old. If she's over 35 years old, I don't goddamn want her. She ain't got any more eggs in her. She's not desirable. 35's pushing it. And I'll only usually do that if I'm fucking wasted or drunk or high or on LSD or I've shot up too much heroin. That's when I'll fucking fuck that. Didn't mean to go that deep. Didn't mean to expose that much about myself, man. Just want to talk about it. Be careful. Always know that they're coming at all the time. I just can't, I have trouble with that. You're in a movie theater with 300 people and there's maybe 100 women in there, maybe more. And they're coming every 15 minutes during an hour and a half, two hour movie. In one hour of the movie, they've come four times. That stench is in the theater. You could get a bad migraine. You know, your eyes breathe oxygen, breathe the air around you. If some chick's fucking playing with her pussy, beating her fucking little Vienna sausage with her middle finger, your eyes are sucking that stink in and you will pay. You'll die. You're always going to die. You're never going to make it long term. You're in a competition with a bitch. It's not going to happen. You can't win. I want to talk about something. I want to move on a little bit here. I want to talk about something horrible. I don't want to go that long on that fuckstick. I don't want to go that long. I don't want to warn you about women. I don't want to scare you about women. Let me give you just a quick analogy here before I start what I want to talk about. A quick little analogy, a quick little, I don't know what you'd call it, whatever it is. Try to imagine this. And this might put it in perspective what you're dealing with when it comes to a woman, how much danger you're in, and how impossible it will be for you to please them. You're just a dude with a dick who blows his load and it turns into rubber and they can't use you anymore. And they reach over to their drawer and they reach over and they grab the chink stick. All made in China. Chinese fucking rubber. The chink stick. Instead of your fuck stick. Try to imagine this. The fucking earth is rotating at a thousand miles an hour in 24 hours. Did you know that? A thousand miles an hour. You're in bed with this bitch. You're trying to please her. You're trying to make her happy. You're rotating all over the place around the sun, and you're not pleasing her, are you? You're like a rotating platter in a car show. You're at a car show. You ever see that famous car, beautiful car, and a rotating platter, and two cunts standing next to it with no clothes on? You're like that. She's unhappy, man. You ain't doing enough for her, fuck stick. You're not? 
just you got 12 inches of fucking meat like I do, 15.5 pounds of dick, a 12-inch long dick. The earth is rotating around the sun. It's traveling in a thousand fucking miles an hour. The place was made in six days, the entire planet, and she's not impressed by you. Can you understand it now? Is that better? You're not moving her. Doesn't matter. You're not, she's not engaged with you. Fucking earth rotating around, sun, 24 hours, earth built in six days. Every fucking place on the planet can grow something out of it in the size of a microdot. Just instantly with a drop of water, she's rotating on that bed. You got your dick out and she's not impressed. Man, I don't know. I should tell you. You should say, I'm, I'm not, she's not doing it. She's not, she's not, she's not being moved, man. She's fucking unhappy. There's just not a fucking enough, man. It's not enough. It isn't enough. I had the same thing years ago. Years ago, I was in a carpool. This is a long time ago. I was in a carpool. I always had chicks with me, and I thought, man, if I could get them turned on, we could pull up. She could suck my cock, and I could bang around. I could bend her over the back seat or something like that, put her in a fucking trunk. We could 69 one another. I thought this, and it never happened until I did one thing, until I did action. What was the action? I put a vibrating sander in with a 120-volt converter. In the car, you have 12 volts. You can take 12 volts, you can use an inverter and change it to 120 volts. I connected that, plugged it into the inverter, and I put a power sander under the driver, the passenger side seat of my car, of my fucking carpool car. I always volunteered. And I could turn that seat on and it would vibrate the shit out of their cunt before they even got to work. She was sucking my cock and playing with my balls. And I was playing with her fuckhole and squeezing her nipples because of a vibrating sander. Why? Because hope plus doubt equals desire, fuck stick. That's why. You put a power sander under the seat. You install it. She doesn't know what's going on. She doesn't have any fucking clue what's going on. All she knows is something's feeling good down there. Fuck work. Fuck this. Fuck money. I don't care about bills. All I want is dick. As the cars are beeping as they go by. Look at the carpool. So I want to talk about something, something that as I just wanted to talk about. Something that happened to me. And it can bring my friend Rap a lunch this shit. He tells me all these statistics. He tells me all this shit about women coming every 15 minutes. Every 15 minutes, man. It's fucked up, isn't it? That's fucked up. It's mental. Her eyes are rolled back. They're white like Linda Blair and the Exorcist, and her legs are spread wherever she is, and her panties are soaked, and this is the person they say is as smart as you. So I want to talk about this. Something tragic happened to me, and I mean it, over this past weekend. Something tragic, something bizarre, something completely unexpected. And I don't know if I can get it out. I don't know if I can get it out. If I can articulate it in a way you can understand. I know that my audience has about a sixth grade education. I know this. Driving old fucking vans, old pickup trucks, driving all kinds of shit. I know the audience that I have. And I'm okay with that. You can't help what you are. I'm just trying to help you. Don't hate me for trying to help you. Over the weekend, something horrible happened. Initially, I thought it was something good. I thought, wow, this is fucking unbelievable. I didn't plan this. I didn't hope for this. I was going to have an easy-going weekend. I was going to whack off my meat. I was going to inject more different colors into my ball sack, which I do. I've got these fucking syringes. I put fill the syringes with saline solution and different 
different colors of glitter. Silver glitter, orange glitter, green glitter, red glitter. Things I make for holidays and stuff. I inject this glitter into my ball sack and then I beat my meat. I pound off my 15.5 pound fuck stick and I shoot that colored glitter into the air. Women love it. Holidays are coming. I want to be prepared. I've been experimenting. I had one infection from it one time. Well, who cares? One time? Chicks love that shit. I thought I'd spend the time at my place experimenting with my dick. I got a 15.5-pound dick, and I like to experiment with it. I know it's 15.5 pounds. You've probably heard this story many, many times. My friend was a cocaine salesman. He was cutting coke. He had a mechanical scale. I was at his house. His sister was there. And I asked him if I could weigh my dick on a scale. So I took my pants down, pulled down my panties, and put my big balls and my dick on a scale, and the fucking thing bottomed out. I mean, forcefully. 15.5 pounds. That's as far as a scale could go. I mean, no coke scale goes over 15 pounds. You got a million dollars? He was in there cutting the coke. He used to sell cocaine. He put it on his shoulders, on his coat, on his shirts, on his sweaters. And he had two kids. He'd put the coke on their shoulders, on the sweaters, their shirts, and shit like that. His daughter had a training bra. He used to pack the training bra with all kinds of coke. And they made it look like she had, like, burned tits, peeling tits. Like the tits were peeling. She was in the sun. She was just a young kid. She would mark up her chest with red rouge. It looked like she got a sunburn. And this shit was peeling off. It was the skin from her tits. It wasn't the skin from her tiny tits. Egg, what do they call them? Egg, egg, sunny side up eggs, little, little tits. It wasn't that. It was cocaine that he stuffed in a fucking bra, in her training bra. It was coke. Worked every time. 15.5 pounds a dick. Hang on a second. Did you hear that? I think somebody stepped on a landmine somewhere on my property. Give me a sec, will you? Check on this. Red feet? Did you hear that explosion? It looks like it's somewhere in Section 7. Check on it for me, will you? Get back to me? I heard it. It was one of the Claymore mines for sure. Sector 7. I'll check it out. I'll get back to you. You said you were going to eat my pussy. I'm having sauerkraut sandwiches later on. Why don't you come by? I got a grid pattern on all the property. I know when someone steps on a Claymore landmine. Where was I? Oh, yeah. I remember her sister came over, she was in the room, and she came over and she started licking the coke off my balls and off my dick, and then he licked the coke off my balls and my dick. Try and do that. Try and do that, not have, and allow yourself to go to a fruity mindset. You're still a man 100%, but a guy's licking your balls to get up the coke, and you know how I did that? I thought he's just a businessman. He wants to get the residual coke off. He's trying to save every bit he can get. He's a businessman who sells a product. He wasn't a fruit. His sister licked my balls and licked my cock, too. Got all the coke off, but she went just a little bit long. There couldn't have been any coke anything on my dick anymore, residual cocaine on it, because she stayed on my dick a long time, kept licking it and licking it and licking it and playing with my balls like a fucking seasoned safe cracker, just playing with it and licking and licking and balls and playing and all of it, licking the hairs. 
I'll never forget that scene. It was somehow twisted, somehow scary, something like a bozo, they say a nightmare. It was like that, but it was good, too. I still fucking save space for that memory in my mind. Do that voluntarily. That's the kind of mind power that I fucking have, imbecile. I have that kind of mind power. So I have this thing, this this gathering at my house, and it didn't happen on purpose, this gathering, this horrible thing. It was good and it was bad. We're not talking about the Coke guy now. It was good and bad. And here's how it started. I don't know if I can... I'll try to articulate this. I'll try to put it together. And if you think this stuff is bullshit, you're wrong, my friend. It is not bullshit. The shit I tell you is 100% true. This isn't theater. This isn't a stage show. This is shit that happens when you look like me. When you have the mind power, the verbal power. They know that I'm a fucking seasoned man. When you have all the talents that I have, the skills I have, the successes I have behind me, getting pussy is a fucking piece of cake. Well, they say a piece of crumb cake. It's a piece of cake. So I'm at my house, and it's Saturday night. I don't know, 6 o'clock. As I said, I was playing with different formulas to inject into my ball sack so that when they suck me off, the shit's all over them. Some chicks don't like to swallow, so as they're pumping you off, I try to aim my load between their tits and all its glitters on their tits, leaking down their tits, and its base is my cum, my semen. It's in that, just leaking, just dripping down their chest. They love that shit. Wake up in the morning, this shit's all over their face. It's all over their cheekbones. It's up their nose holes in their ears. They just love it. That's not a joke. They can't stand boredom. They can't stand people like you. But you don't have to be like you. You don't have to be trapped in the fucking shell that you're in. You can break free of your boring, unsightly shell. So I'm trying all kinds of experiments with my balls. And then I see two prime trucks pull up in my yard. I've never seen that. Two prime trucks. Now, where I live... I live in the middle of nowhere. I live in upper northern Michigan in the middle of nowhere on a 100 acres surrounded by state land, state forest. As I always say, two-thirds of Michigan is just forest. There's forest, lakes, rivers, streams, bogs, sand dunes, mountains. You name it, Michigan has got it because we had the best fucking glaciers that ever traveled across the United States. We had amazing glaciers that made this state and created everything around it. The sand dunes, the fucking lakes, the three great lakes, surrounded by billions of gallons of fresh water. All the sand dunes, the rivers, the streams, it's just incredible. It was an amazing thing, thanks to glaciers. So I'm at my house, and I'm experimenting with my balls. All of a sudden, two prime trucks pull into the yard, and I think, yeah, I've got orders out, but why two prime trucks? And I just assume that it's two prime trucks. They were assigned different deliveries. They have different product that I've ordered, and they just happened to coincide. They they absolutely bumped into one another, and both came to my house at the same time. I think, well, that's nice. Now, I don't know if you know this or not, but I've had affairs with prime truck drivers. And the reason I have is because I'm in the middle of nowhere, and they're in their prime truck, and they're bouncing around on rural roads. The fucking seats in a prime truck have heavy-duty springs, and that seat bounces them up and down, and that clit, that cunt, those white fucking cakes, that bunghole, that brown eye, it's all bouncing around in there, and their tits are bouncing too as they're driving the prime truck. And as their tits bounce up and down, the nipples are rubbing against the inside of their prime-issued fucking 
their uniform. The nipples are scraping up inside their fucking shirt, inside their sweater. Whatever it is, the prime thing, they're bouncing up and down. How long do you think a woman can have her tits rubbing on a shirt? How long? 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 50, hour, two hours? No. Not even fucking 60 seconds. Once those nipples start getting rubbed, they're turned on and they're ready and willing. They'd like to get some dick. And the dick could be you. The dick could be me. The dick could be anybody. But you have to understand the dynamics, the basics. And I try to lay these out here. I've done it for fucking years. I am the wrong, longest running fucking podcast in the United States. That's a truth. Motherfucker. And I'm going to tell you something. When they pulled into the drive, I got like a twinge in my prick. I can get this. I start thinking about the other women that I had affairs with that were prime drivers because they were bouncing around. They're bringing me a package. They're turned on. Their panties are soaking wet. They're walking on their rubber shoes over rocks. Their legs are moving around in different ways. They're uncoordinated, and they're turned on. They don't give a flying shit about delivering me my fucking my fucking, uh, my hemorrhoid cream. They don't care about that shit. In any way, they're turned on and they're hoping to Christ that somebody answers the door that's got a big dick. That's all they care about. When a woman answers, they think, oh, fuck. Some other bleeder, some other imbecile, some other chick that comes every 15 minutes. I don't want that. I want something different. I want a big, enormous fucking rock crusher. I want a beaver bat in my fuck hole. And that's where you come in. That's where I come in. A beaver bat. A cannoli, cream, a cream, was it cannoli, cum cannoli? That's it. They want a cum cannoli. That's your cock. They need that. The Abraham Lincoln log splitter. That's what I call my dick. Abraham Lincoln used to split logs. He'd swing the fucking thing one time, they said, and he could split the biggest logs you've ever seen. The guy was a powerhouse. It wasn't even like he was real. He was, that's why I call my dick the Abraham Lincoln log splitter. So I have trucks pulling the yard, and I think, wow, I'm getting both my products. I'm getting fucking Cedric, Cedric extra pain relief, headache reliever. I'm getting my hemorrhoid cream. I'm getting my blood pressure pills. This is fucking great. All delivered. There they come. Now, when I see what gets out, it's unbelievable. Now, as you know, the holidays are coming. We're going into the holiday season. Two trucks pull up, and I figure two women or two men. Two guys in there, tiny dicks, bouncing around the truck, two imbeciles, $180 an hour, $180,000 a year. They're making something like that, all kinds of fucking benefits. I figure, well, they're pulling up, here's my goddamn package, get out. But it's not that at all, in any way. When the trucks pull up, two girls get out of one truck, and two chicks got out of another truck, and they start talking, and they're carrying packages. They just start talking. And I think, why two people in each truck? And I realize it's the holiday season coming up. Thanksgiving, Halloween, fucking New Year's, Christmas Day, all kinds of shit like that coming up. And they've got their reserve drivers on. The trainees, the extra help for the holidays. And they're all chicks in their uniforms. And they're, every chick that I see looks pretty good. And I can hear my heart start to beat like this. You've heard it. <laughs> That's because your mind is seeing something that you'd like to eat out, that you'd like to fuck, that you'd like to finger, that you'd like to blow your load all over. It goes into your sex package, the sex module in your brain, and you go into sex fucking mode. You turn into a different person. Honest to God, the cells, everything are changing and changing you. And now you turn into something else, this fuck machine. That's what I turned into. 
So I hurry up and pull my pants on. I throw the syringes on the floor and I kick them under the bed and I run to the door. And I open the door casually as they're walking to it and I say, hi, ladies. That's all you got to say. Hi, ladies. Remember what I said. They're already set up for me. They're set up. They're driving around in a prime truck, bouncing the fuck all over. And they're in there. Now, the one girl's turned on. She's the driver because of the bouncy seat. All her vaginal odors are filling up the fucking cabin of that truck. Now, her friend can smell all those vaginal odors, and she knows that there must be dick nearby, and she gets turned on, and all kinds of vaginal odors and, odors and lubricants are filling up the prime truck. I've said to you many times, take the word prime. You can see the word rim me in it. Prime. R-I-M-E. Rim me. Every bitch that's delivering it is actually advertising that they want a rim job. Rim me. Prime. Says it right on the side of the truck. How much more blatantly obvious can it be? They're coming to the door. I say, hi, ladies. And I realize they've now been bouncing around in these trucks. Each woman has been inhaling the vaginal odors, all the pheromones from each other's cunt, and they're turned on. If a cunt, if a woman can smell a vaginal odor, she smells that there may be dick nearby. It's subconscious and 100%. goes into her sex module in her brain. She now realizes the subconscious that there may be dick nearby. That's why the woman's turned on. And now she gets turned on. I already know this shit. I know what could possibly happen here. I know what's going to go on. So they come to the door, and we start talking. They said packages, and I said, hi. Yes, I am. I'm Norm Augustinus. Great. Nice to meet you. And as they're standing there, I can smell them. It sounds crazy. It sounds nuts. They're turned on. They're ready for dick. They're ready for 15 inches of dick. My fucking 15.5 pound cock. They're ready for it. You know how big a load you got with a 15.5 pound dick? You must have a big load. I'm only giving you this to figure out on your own, deduce it on your own. I mean, it's like having a huge fire hose and only one drop comes out. That wouldn't make no sense, would it? Same with a man. Same with a man with my size of prick. Always remember, this is a man show. It's ain't a fruity show. If I talk anywhere in those zones, always remember it's based firmly in the fucking man zone, not in the fruity zone. So they come to the door. I say, how are you, ladies? Now, you might mess around. You might blow this attempt. You might completely blow it. And I'm thinking, holy shit. I'm in the middle of nowhere on four, on fucking a hundred acres in upper northern Michigan. And I just had four goddamn prime women delivered to my door. And each one of them, none of them are probably over 35 or 33 years old. Now that means they still got eggs in them. Between the four women, there's probably two, three hundred, maybe five hundred thousand eggs standing right in front of me. And that's the only kind of woman you want. You don't want some dried out skag with her cunt lips all stretched out. You try to fuck her, it's like fucking a coffee can that's been filled with fucking butter. You can't fuck that. You won't realize that you got all these eggs there, these vibrant women who are looking for dick. Once a woman runs out of eggs, she's no longer a woman. She's like a man trying to, trying to be a man. She's like a woman trying to, like a woman who's imitating, she's like a man who's imitating a woman. That's what I want to say. She's like a man who's imitating a woman. She is a woman, but she's like she's imitating a woman because there's no more fucking eggs in her. What is she? She's in the middle somewhere. I don't want that. <clears throat> and you don't want that either. Excuse me. You just don't want that. You want vibrant women who could fuck all night long, who can suck and fuck. You can bang them from the rear, flip them over, fuck them from that way, 69 them. Honest to God, take my, you, that's what you want. So I know already in advance how they're feeling. 
what their makeup is, what their mindset is, what's happened to them on the way here. Always remember that a rock road, a gravel road, is your friend, fuckstick. And you're going to say, why? Gravel roads with depressions in the dirt, potholes, I guess they call them, divots in the road, those are your friends. Because when a woman's driving and she hits all kinds of rocks, there's all kinds of vibration transmitted up the frame of the car or the truck. They get turned on. When there's bumps, there's all kinds of vibration. Maybe the seat will actually impact her clit or vaginal area, her bunghole, her brown eye, her stink star. It might impact that. Those are all your friend. So if you have any dirt road near your house, always direct your bitch. The hump that you've set up to meet with you that night, always direct her, kind of make her move around your house, remap her so she goes down dirt roads, and you'll be fucking in a half hour. I know this shit. I've got a vast amount of experience. Dry race boards, algorithms, fucking computer programs. I've been studying this shit for years upon years upon years. People write me all the time and say, Norm, would you consider writing a book on how to get pussy? How to lay truckloads of fucking pipe with some bitch. Would you consider to write that? And I always tell them, not right now. I do want to do it. I always say, not right now. I want to write that. Get all kinds of pussy. Sink your fucking scud into her skunk. And that's, I thought that would be a good title right there. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sink your scud into her skunk. Wouldn't that be a good book? By Norm Augustinus. You can try it. Say it now. Sink your scud into her skunk. And maybe it shows a skunk on there. And only people smart, only savvy people like you and I knows what it means. The pussy is always referred to by intelligent people like myself, people in the know, as the skunk. And why is it the skunk? I think you know why. I don't have to go into that. It's sold as the skunk. Always remember that for hundreds of years, they sold douchebags for a cunt, for the skunk. Now they don't sell it out of political correctness. And some bitch will tell you this. I don't need to douchebag out my cunt, my skunk. The fucking cunt is a self-cleaning oven. The vagina is a self-cleaning oven. And I always say, if it fucking is, then it's malfunctioning, bitch. Get in that fucking room. I got a bar of lava in there and a can of raid and come back in here when you're presentable. It's supposed to be a feast. A feast of the, feast of the senses. It's not just supposed to be all-encompassing like you've been dumped off and fucking in some kind of landfill or something like that. So... I already know what's going on when these chicks come to my house. I know what they're feeling. I know what I have to do. I know what I am as a man. I know what they went through to get there. They don't like to get up in the morning. Oftentimes in the morning, they don't have a chance to whack off. Maybe they don't have their vibrating egg in their cunt as they're driving their prime truck. And they had to hurry because they were out the door by 7. Well, they missed that fucking orgasm, so now they're really missing it. So there might be four chicks there missing in the withdrawal symptoms, the actual process going on now, withdrawal, that they didn't get a chance to fucking come, and here they come to my door. Remember, too, I got all kinds of dope. I got four fucking bricks of pecaning paralyzer, 97% THC. I got four bricks of that. I got LSD. I got blotter acid. I got fucking burping. I got all this fucking other shit, all kinds of uppers and downers and valiums. And I got Xanax. I got every fucking thing you could imagine. Even I got an old bottle of Cristal some bitch bought for the table I was at years ago, and I never wanted to be with her, and I took the Cristal and I kept it, and I still have it now for these memories. 
selective memories that I select. The others I just pick out and throw out. I just give them out. I don't want them anymore. That's what you should do. You can't unforget things, but you can pick things out and put them in a different file in your brain. See, I don't want to go there now. Bitch with the crystals, you bad tooth, she stunk. I, I just don't want that. Sitting with her and she said she had to shit. That killed me right there. She said, I, excuse me, I have to shit. And I thought, oh, that, that is really gross. That's pretty much un, unromantic. Had we been fucking, that means that she probably had to go number two while we were fucking. One of the rare women who actually isn't constipated. Most women are constipated probably three to four weeks a month. And everyone knows women are constipated three times more than fucking men. It's common knowledge. You're in there, you're fucking her. And, you know, you got five, six pounds of fecal matter in there and you're fucking it and making out. Maybe she doesn't floss. Think of these things before you del- delve in. So they come to the door. I invite them in. I got all this dope. I got a massive just a massive dong. Honest to God, looks fake. Looks like something a rock band would use. Put all kinds of fucking coins or tennis balls in their pants, make it look like a big dick. Mine really is like that. And if you don't think women look there, you're nuts. I've caught women looking at my dick a million times. Prime. Remember, inside Prime is rim me. So we come in. I invite them in. They like the house. They're looking around. I got about a hundred stuffed animals, taxidermy made animals in the house. And I got a big fucking saltwater tank and other things in the house. They like it. They're taking a break. And I offer them a shot of bourbon. And I know this. If they take the bourbon at this time while they're delivering here, they are ready to fucking party. That's just the way it is. They want to party. And if they drink that, I know that they want to party. I don't go so deep as saying, would you like to fucking have a, would you like to have a fucking light up a joint? Would you like to fucking light this up? I don't go so far that way. That's too much. That's over the top. That's creepy. But I say, would you like to have a bourbon for the road? I got the best stuff here. And every bitch there said, yeah. They looked at each other to get approval from one another, but they looked at each other and then they said, yeah. Once they said they'd take the bourbon, I knew the fucking, what do they say? The game is on. Let me tell you this first. There's no Irish fucking redhead in here. I wish there was. I don't know if Ireland girls don't want to drive prime trucks. There's no Irish bitch in here with orange hair and orange eyes and very white skin. Looks like they've been thrown headfirst into a fucking vat of flour. There's none of that in here, which is kind of disappointing. I can lose myself in every possible way if I'm with an Irish chick of Irish descent with her orange hair. I'm not talking dyed hair. With her orange hair, her orange eyes, her orange pubic hair, her white skin. Now I'd kick the other bitches out because there's no greater bitch on this planet than an Irish bitch. Always remember that. Fire crotch! They're all over Michigan because they immigrated here during the era of Henry Ford. They were looking, parents were looking for more money. And they're all over Michigan, especially up in the upper northern Michigan area. They're all over and in the UP, believe it or not, along with Finnish people and other things. So once they have the bourbon and they agree to the bourbon, I know it's fucking what's going to happen. So I immediately go over to my pinconning paralyzer. I got a tiny handsaw and I cut off a chunk of pinconning paralyzer and I drop it into a frying pan that I have on the stove. And I turn the frying pan on. I put the burner on. I turn it on. And that starts to heat up the pan and that will burn the fucking marijuana like a hot knifing system. Hot knifing is like when you, you know, you put, you put the marijuana on something hot and it would smoke and you'd suck that in. Hot knifing. I don't know if you know that term. But that's what I do with a pan. Once I do that, and that dope starts filling up, and they're already on the bourbon, it's incredible. Now, I don't know if you know this trick or not. 
If one of the tires are flat on a prime truck, it'll automatically send in a disorder, an out-of-order truck thing to their computer system, and their dispatch gets this. There's no fucking way to move the truck. It shows a flat tire, which gives them about an hour where they're at now because of my house that they can stall and things can go down. So they go out. This is a trick that prime women drivers know. They just let the air out. Once the air is let out, there's a little sensor inside the tire, like the sensor that tells you how much air pressure is in there. It sends a signal to dispatch that shows their truck is disabled, and now they have this this leniency, this little pocket of time they can do with what they want. Now, they love that because they often are on their rag and shit. They got to pull over. They got to put a new rag in. They got to screw in a tampon, screw in a maxi pad with extra wings and big tape and big sections of tape. It gives them this amount of time they can buy with no problems, no repercussions with regards to their job. So they let the air out of the tires and I know what's going to go on. It's suck and fuck time at Norm Augustinus's very remote house in upper northern Michigan on a hundred acres with a landing field for his fucking ultralight aircraft. I know what's going to go on. So I get in the middle. We start talking and shit. And as we start talking, the chicks start unbuttoning my shirt and pulling off the pants that I just put on when I was injecting the saline solution with the glitter into my ball sack, they start pulling my pants off too, and I'm taking their shirts off at the same fucking time, and we're all laughing. It's like something out of an old Hugh Hefner movie or some shit like that, like the Playboy Mansion, only my shit is real. This is really happening. Now, I thought if I should not tell you this. I said, should I tell these mama Lukes what I'm talking about? These fucking rubes, they could call Prime up, tell them the chicks are fucking out in the woods, they false fucking tire signals and all that shit, that there's all kinds of deception going on. I weighed this out. I thought, should I tell them that or tell them about the story, what I'm currently also doing, working on my fucking ice fishing shanty for the fall and the winter season? Should I tell them about that? And I went with this. Because we have such a goddamn good relationship, so solid, so many fucking years together that I know that I can trust you unequivocally with anything to do with my life, your life. I just know that we are one, kind of one and the same, except for the fact that you're probably at a sixth grade level. Uh, that's where we separate and we go off into like a you. You go the one way, I, I go the other way. So I start undoing their shirts. They're undoing my pants and my shirt. It turns into this massive fucking thing. Now, I got 15.5 pounds of dick, and I'm so fucking, I'm so jacked on this shit that the blood, no problem, this big dick I have, because there's fucking four women there, I, I don't know where it comes from. All kinds of blood I pumped into my cock, and whatever holds the blood in there is like retarded and won't back out. Let the blood out. It's like retarded and jammed up. It's like a traffic jam. It's all natural, like a fucked up traffic jam. I think that possibly I have the mindset to be able to do that subconsciously. Like these fucking things that block the blood from leaving your cock. They're all messed up. They're like fucked up. They're like retarded, like corky or something. And the blood won't come out. I think it's just the way I've, I've done it all these years. So the shirts are coming off. The pants are coming off. Two of the chicks there, I take this back what they are. Now, there's only one chick there, one woman, with brown nipples. That's okay. She's more experienced. The other chick's got pink nipples. Now, pink nipples usually imply that they they have never had a baby. But the brown-nippled bitch has had a kid or two. But I figure the brown-nippled bitch, because there's three other women, 
can be like a fucking ringleader at a fucking at a at a big top at the fucking the thing that comes the circus that comes to town. She can direct them on what properly to do if they need that. Normally, I would have been upset. I'd have been a little bit disappointed. I got an old skag in there with brown nipples. She might have a husband, a boyfriend, kids, and I think uh, this isn't a hundred percent kind of on the moral on the kosher way that I'd like to travel. But you know, I'd still. F- what the fuck? I just fuck it anyways. Bend over that chair, suck my cock, whatever we could pop tit my dick between the tits to come flowing off the fucking head like she's taking a shower and it's shampoo gleam. It's all my jism. So the shirts come off, the pants come off, the tits are so beautiful on three of the women. Now the other chick with the brown nipples, it looks like her t- her nipples are like seasoned. The hairs are missing and shit like that. There's no hairs. They're hanging a little bit low. But she's got a big fucking smile on her face. And I like that. She's enthusiastic. So we just start sucking and fucking. I don't have to go into that big a detail. We start sucking and fucking and laughing. And we get so goddamn wasted. Now, what I like to do is I take a bitch. If she's got long hair, every bitch young has long hair. It looks like they're young. It looks like they're bouncy and interested at everything. They look very feminine. They're trying to get a dude. They don't get a dyke haircut till they get older, which, cause they're not getting any more men. Some older, to, older women will grow longer hair to try to still get dick, but it's often too late then. It's just too goddamn late. What I like to do is I swing the bitches around the room. I'm laughing and shit. I grab them by the hair and swing them around by their pony. I'm strong that way. And then I let go of them. They fly into the fucking kitchen. They land where the fucking the box is for the fucking bread, the bread box. They bust out the fucking mirror where the bar is. They break that and knock bottles over. It's just absolutely fucking incredible. I've gone down the staircase that I have here for the basement, and I fucked them from the rear two at a time as they go up the stairs on their knees. Their rear's aimed out, and I'll just fuck the left one, fuck the right one. They go up one more stair, fuck the left one, fuck the right one. That's kind of a game. You don't want to come before you get to the top. And you promise them. It's like a pact you make. I'll keep banging you out till you get to the top. And when you get to the top, I'm going to unleash the fucking load. But you got the one on the left, the one on the right, the one on the left, the one on the right. And you just keep banging them till they go up. And it's so much damn fun. The old bag and the other woman did eat themselves, eat each other out. It was a great show. I mean, these are prime women, and their panties are laying there. There's nothing better than that. I think all the evolution in our world of this planet, these women, their family has come back thousands of years of evolution to get to this point, and I'm with them. You should be honored when you're with someone like that. You don't think, hey, man, they're 20 years old or whatever. You think... They're thousands of years old. That's how they got here. Their family didn't die off. They're thousands of years old, and here I am honored with their present. They're going to suck, and fuck, I'm going to bang them from the rear. I'm going to bend them over a tree stump. We're going to drink, smoke, inject, all kinds of shit. And it's an ordeal. It's an event. It's a big-time celebration of life. So I was sucking and fucking. Throwing people around, laughing, drinking, more dope. It was so thick, the dope burning on the pan, you couldn't even see him. It was like the movie The Fog with Adrienne Barbeau, and it was that thick. The fog was that thick as we were feeling around and fucking. The entire place stunk of cum and all kinds of other shit. Cum, you name it, it stunk of that. Cum, dope, all of it. So in the morning, we're going to have to go a little, I'm going to have to speed this up a little bit. In the morning... I get up. I don't know what time it is. The trucks are still in the driveway. 
They're that fucking wasted, that full of cum. Now, the cum is like a fucking, uh, like a relaxer, a soothing thing to a woman. It's a natural antidepressant. So when I filled him up with a fistful of cum, each one of the four girls, they had, they got the best sleep they could ever get. They were relaxed. All their ligaments relaxed. All their muscles, everything fell into place because they were laying there asleep, fully freshly banged out with a fistful of cum still leaking out of their cunt. So I walk around the house. And I can't really walk around without my panties on because my dick is so big. So I pull on a pair of one of the women's panties, and it's kind of a turn-on. I pull it on. I look at the prime drivers laying there. I look at their trucks out in the yard with all kinds of moisture on the windshields. Both their doors are wide open. All those packages that had to fucking wait because this had more priority, and I agree. I believe it did. As I'm walking around, I see something's wrong. Now, here's where we get to the point of this. Here's where we get to kind of what disturbed me. I see something is wrong. And you're going to say, what's wrong? Well, here's what I'm going to tell you. What's wrong? What I see. Maybe I've never talked about the pets I have. But in my house, I've got a shitload of pets. Let me tell you the pets I have. Let me just name it off. I got three parakeets. One parakeet's name is Benny. I've got Lux and Red. Lux is his name. Red's his name. Now, Benny's a white parakeet. Lux is green. And Red is orange. I've got three parakeets. I just love the shit out of them. I got two parakeet. I have two parrots. I have Dell and Ox. Ox is kind of a big parrot, and Dell is sort of a thinner, kind of more agreeable parrot. But Ox is like the boss. I got two parrots, Dell and Ox. I got three parakeets: Benny, Lux, and Red. And I also have one elderly German Schnauzer, and I call him Bandit. And it's the nicest dog you've ever seen. I also have one Chihuahua, and that Chihuahua's name is Spaghetti. I also have an overweight cat, which is kind of cliche, but he really is overweight. And I call him Mrs. Figgalily for some old show that was on TV years ago. And I have 10 fish also in a saltwater tank. It's a beautiful tank. And I have a painted turtle in his own, this own enclosure, this plastic enclosure. Painted turtles are beautiful. They're friendly and loving. And I have a jumping spider that I call eight. Jumping spiders are really common in Michigan because they just are. They're everywhere. Jumping spiders are really smart. They're alert. They are make a great pet. And I call them eight because of eight legs. So I have all these pets in the house. And I had to, by the way, get rid of everybody except for Mrs. Figgalily because she's overweight and doesn't do much. But everybody else I made sure I locked up in a room if they could walk around. I didn't want them smelling the dope, smelling the pussy, or seeing me fucking. If you think pets don't see you fucking and lose respect for you, you're wrong. They do. They see you fucking, they lose respect. They can smell it. They know what people, what, what fucking is. They've done fucking, so they know it all too well. So those are the pets I have. Benny, Lux, and Red, Dell, and Ox, Bandit, Spaghetti, Mrs. Figgalily, Ten Fish, Ten Saltwater Fish, a Painted Turtle that I call Shell Man, and I got the Jumping Spider that I call Eight. I don't know if I ever... If I told you what the painted turtle's name, I call him Shell Man. It's kind of a cheap, quick name, but it's cute when you say, look at Shell Man. Do you want to see Shell Man? Some chicks over and shit. You want to see Shell? Look at Shell Man. When his head comes out the shell, if you can get her to see that, it reminds her of a dick becoming erect, and you can fuck straight away. And if she smells the water in the painted turtle tank, she'll smell pussy. It'll start to turn around. It sounds crazy. It sounds nuts. It sounds like that's all I talk about, but that's all there is, fuck stick. Look at, you want to see, you want to see Shell Man? Look at his fucking head come out. Isn't that something? That's like my dick right now. 
You smell it? That you smell in the fish, the fucking painted turtle tank? That's like your pussy gonna smell when my dick's in it. You let's go. Ready to participate? So here's where it gets kind of bad. Man, that's this gets really bad, man. Man, I don't know if I can fucking even tell you about this. If, I just don't know if I can even go any further, man. It's just so fucking upsetting. And I don't know if I can do it. So, so all the pets I have, every one of them were dead. This happened this weekend. Every fucking pet I have is dead. Benny, Lux, Red, Del, Ox, Bandit, Spaghetti, Mrs. Figalilly, the fucking pe- the painted turtle that I have, Shell Man, the Jumping Spider 8, they're all fucking dead. Even the 10 fish in a saltwater tank, they're all fucking dead. They're in a tank and they're white. Their eyes are even white, floating at the surface. I know what happened, man. I wasn't thinking I did something stupid. I know what happened. No, it wasn't the dope. No, it wasn't the LSD. No, it wasn't the fucking nothing like that. It wasn't the blotter acid. It wasn't the fucking marijuana fucking pinconi pair. It wasn't nothing, none of the shit like that. Man, I know what was happened. And I know better. I fucking know better. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have done it. What happened? Motherfucker, what happened? And this is, it's good for you to know this. If this ever happens to you, if you're ever in a situation like this, what happened was this. As these four chicks were laying all over the place, reeling in the afterglow of orgasm, when I hammered out their fuckhole with my 15 pound fucking pipe, as they hammered them out, they're reeling in orgasm. They were doing what? They were having pussy farts. They were blowing one pussy fart after another out of their cunt. Pussy farts are deadly. They're deadly because the cum inside the cunt starts to ferment. It ferments and gets sick and starts steaming and starts becoming something else. The DNA of the fucking cum changes and it turns into something toxic. It kills everything in the fucking room. All four of the prime women. All four of the prime women. Blowing pussy farts out. Because of my fucking, my big dick pumping the air and pumping the cum in. They were blowing pussy farts, the afterglow of orgasm. As their cunt relaxed, the farts fucking were abundant and plenty. I lost them all. I lost everybody in there. I lost Benny. I lost Lux. I lost Red. I lost, lost Dell. I lost Ox. I lost Bandit. I lost Spaghetti. I lost Mrs. Figalilly. I lost a painted turtle shell man. I lost all the fish in the tank. I lost a jumping spider. I call them eight. They're all fucking dead, man. They breathe in pussy farts. They breathe in pussy cat farts. And as I've told you in the past, I know this in and out. I, I've, re- I've gone over this. Anytime a woman comes into a room, she sees ghosts. It's a night in her basement. It's at night in her attic. There's two women there and they're watching. They hear ghosts and they go up to investigate and they say the room gets colder. Yeah, the room gets colder. The room gets colder because, because she's let out a pussy fart subconsciously, doesn't even know she let it out. A chick will blow pussy farts with another chick and they won't even mention it one after another. The pussy farts kill everything in the room. Everything, the insects, the mice, the mammals, anything in the fucking room, the snakes, the birds, anything in the goddamn room they're in, they die. And if they were exhaling warm air, there is no more warm air, so the room goes cold. That's what happened in my 
house, man. And it was fucking freezing. It's fucking freezing, man. I could see my goddamn breath. They're pussy farts, the prime drivers. They expelled all this pussy fart gas. Everything in the fucking room that was in my house living, the ants, the rodents, the mice, whatever, it all died. The room went fucking cold. They died. And that's how the ten fish in my saltwater tank died. The water got... The water got too fucking cold. <laughs> it got too cold, man. My hedonism, my unholy actions, had repercussions. The gas of four women's pussies pumped out is too much for anybody, anything to live through. You could use a woman. You could start your own insect business, fucker. You start your own insect business with a known whore with all kinds of pussy farts inside her cunt. Just take her to a house, tell her to blow a pussy fart. I'll be back in a second. <coughs> you can charge $199. The house is clear. Everything's dead. I killed them all, man. I, I fucking killed them all, man. I just wanted to come. You've been listening to the one and only. My dick is enormous. There is no escape. <gasps> the big clock in cyberspace it's dark out there in cyberspace it's scary out there in cyberspace you're out there in cyberspace you're frozen with fear you don't know what to do you're looking up you're looking down you're looking to the right you're looking to the left it's windy out you don't know what to do you're frozen till eventually and quite abruptly you hear this distant chiming clock in the background and you follow the chiming clock until it gets louder and louder and louder eventually bringing you upon this brightly illuminated place in cyberspace there's thousands of people there they're holding hands they're smiling they've been waiting for you there's that thing that brought you to this place in the first place it's a tower a hundred hundred and fifty feet tall brown bricks tan mortar way at the top of this tower is a glass bezel it's a clock it's backlit and above this is this chimey bell-like thing that brought you to this place in the first place and you know why you're at this place in the first place you're here to clear out your pains your frustrations your aches your woes your disappointments your hurts the person that died on you the ramen noodles you're sick of eating the credit cards you can't pay off the apartment you can't pay for the house you think you'll maybe never own the bitch who left you the guy who left you you're here to clear all those pains and frustrations out and how do we do that 
that. Well, the moment you heard my voice, you were instantly and automatically filled up with this highly absorbent orange-colored solution. It's been inside your body, sloshing about this entire recording. And now, at the end of this recording, we lie you gently down, we pop the corks in your toes, and all of that highly absorbent orange-colored solution comes gushing out of your body. Look at it. It's forming a small mini lake alongside you. It's orange-colored. It's rusty. It stinks. It's toxic. We shake your feet getting out the last drops of highly absorbent orange-colored solution and replace the corks in your toes. You can't believe how good you feel. You feel like you could go on another second, another minute, another day, another hour, another year, maybe infinitely. It doesn't matter that a friend of yours is making $250,000 a year and lives in a $700,000 house. It doesn't matter that another friend of yours has got the best-looking bitch you've ever seen or another friend of yours has the best-looking dude you've ever seen. None of that shit matters. All that matters is how good you feel right now. You know you can feel this good anytime you want to, anytime you're in duress, anytime you feel like you can't go on another second. All you gotta do is think of the big chiming clock in cyberspace where you meet your pal, your friend, Norm Augustinus, and instantly and almost automatically you feel refreshed and clear. You know the best part of this recording, the most important part of this recording, at least to me, is that for one hour, we were friends. Friend, I enjoyed myself. I hope you did too. Write me, normaugustinus at gmail.com. Tune in again for another exciting episode from the amazing mind of Norm Augustinus. Dear Jennifer, I have a great investment opportunity for you. I have created a line of tampons and maxi pads that could save a person's life. My maxi pads have a 50-foot string inside them, and so do my tampons. As you know, used pads and tampons are usually sopping wet with blood. Imagine that a man and a woman, or even just a single woman, are lost in the woods, and they are dying of starvation. All a person has to do is extract my special feminine napkin from the woman's stretched-out snatch, and then pull out the 50-foot-long built-in in onboard string. My line of tampons and pads have eyes and a mouth drawn onto them at the factory. All a person has to do is drag these bloody used rags behind them. When a bear, wolverine, coyote, wolf, or fox, or even a bald eagle sees the bloody tampon or pad moving through the woods, they'll think it's a wounded, fucked up animal and they'll swallow the blood tampon or pad. Jennifer, at that point, the lost hikers can club the animal that was pursuing the bloodied tampon or pad to death and eat it and not die from starvation. Jen, can you loan me $1.3 million to get this idea into production? Get back to me, ASAP. I miss you.
Love, Norman. P.S. I bumped into your big-titted little sister at the Sticky Flypaper store on 3rd Street. Flypaper is sticky, and people hang it from ceilings so that all the flies in a room will fly into it, and they will get stuck in the sticky paper. When your big-titted little sister saw me, she tore off her shirt, bra, pants, and panties, and then she tore off all my clothes, too. At that point, your big-titted little sister and I 69'd one another on the floor inside the sticky flypaper shop on 3rd. Your big-titted little sister pulled me close, and then she wrapped sticky flypaper around our bodies. Seconds became minutes, minutes became hours, and hours became days. We couldn't escape the grip of the sticky flypaper, so your big-titted little sister kept sucking my cock, and I kept eating her delicious pussy for nearly a fortnight. Jennifer, we couldn't break free from the sticky flypaper, so we licked, and we sucked, and we sucked, and we licked. Eventually, your mom came to the store looking for your big-titted little sister, and she freed us both from the grip of the sticky flypaper. The both of us were covered in vaginal juices, cum, shit, and sticky flypaper glue. Attention, sticky flypaper shoppers. We currently have a special on the bong once owned by Sonny and Cher. There's a guaranteed one quarter inch of marijuana resins still inside the bong. Additionally, with the two people 69ing one another wrapped in sticky flypaper, please roll your bodies under the rack of winter coats. Thank you for shopping at the sticky flypaper shop on 3rd. Women are constipated three times more than men. When you're walking down the halls and your balls hit the walls, it's a rupture. Gee!